Hello and welcome back to the Hull City Council podcast. The podcast that brings you the latest updates from Hull City Council and exclusive interviews with local people. In today's episode, we catch up with Martin Taylor from the Hull History Centre to tell us all about the service that they offer and why the centre is worth a visit if you haven't been already. So thanks for tuning in and let's get straight into today's episode. So Martin, thanks for joining us today. Shall we start by introducing yourself to our listeners? Thank you. I'm Martin Taylor. I'm the City Archivist and I manage the Hull History Centre in the centre of the city. So for those who have never been to Hull History Centre, how would you describe the building and the service? Uh, The building is probably the best modern building in Hull, uh, opened in 2010. And we're the home for what we call Hull's Written Heritage, uh, the archives, the documents, the local studies library that relate to Hull, going back beyond uh, 1299 uh, into the 11th century, in fact, with one document, running right the way forward to the present day. We are, in effect, the memory of the city. And as I understand it, the the building itself is is managed in partnership. Yes, uh, we are a partnership with the university. Uh, So um, the archives held by the university, which are of national and international significance, are also uh, housed uh, at the History Centre. And it's important, of course, to say that this is where people can come and and look at the archives. Uh, So if you wanted to come and have a look at the archives of, say, Philip Larkin or the Hotham family, uh, which are held by the university, or our own 1299 charter, or the records of local churches or businesses or individuals, then everybody is welcome to come in during our opening hours uh, and, uh, and look at requests to look at the material. Okay, so let's let's talk about the, the actual things that are in the, the history centre. Yes. yes. So yeah. what, what kind of interesting items are, are on oh, display? It's it's hard well, the first thing to say is that they're not routinely on display. Uh, we're not like a museum. Uh, so there are no glass cases, no crimson ropes. You have the opportunity to sit down with the document, whether it is the twelve ninety-nine charter itself or anything created in the 19th or the 20th centuries, say the the war damage photographs, the reports of the Hull Blitz. People come into the archives, they sit down under supervision, and they engage with the actual document itself. You are touching the past. You are reading what was written in 1299 or 1942. This is the unique experience that archives in this country offer. We're not a museum, we're not a library. Everything that you look at is unique and irreplaceable and valuable as part of the city's heritage, of the city's memory. And of course, the other thing to say is that all of this is free of charge. Um, uh, Access uh, to publicly funded archives is one of the the great things uh, about history in this country, one of the great things about the city of Hull. Did you want to talk about some of the... To your knowledge, the, some of the oldest items that are that are in the history centre. The oldest document we have is from the 1090s, uh, which is held in one of the university collections. So that's the reign of William II, William Rufus, uh, and is a mundane document for its uh, for its time. 
tiny little one as well, uh, relating to the transfer of some property in France, which somehow found its way into an English monastery archive, which then uh, found its way into a, uh, a landed family and estate uh, collection transferred to the university for public access. I've talked a bit about the 1299 Charter, and of course uh, that, is, that, that is old, important, the city's birth certificate. Um, and uh, as anyone who's had a formal visit with me to the History Centre will probably have had inflicted on them, uh, we also have letters from Henry VIII at the time of the Pilgrimage of Grace, signed by the King, uh, authorising the Mayor of Hull uh, to torture a captured rebel. rebel. Uh, that's 1536, 1536. I guess as well as sort of older historical items, there's some slightly newer items. So I know when we visited, we saw some of the stuff from the 2017 UK City of Culture, which we've just celebrated the 10-year um anniversary of the bid being one. That's right, a significant uh, uh, milestone in Hull's recent history. Um, the archives of the 2017 delivery company were deposited with the university uh, and much of that is in fact available online because of course they were created, uh, created digitally. Uh, so there, there are no paper copies but there is access through our website. Uh, but we also uh, have, um, as you will remember, some of the artefacts that were created in 2017. If you remember uh, those um, Lego daffodils uh, that were displayed in front of the old BHS building, uh, we, we have an example of those, plus the big Lego watering can that was part of the exhibition. Uh, we generally don't collect ephemera, but this was such an essential part of the city's recent history, such a, a great success that it is important that this material is preserved for future generations. And it's, it's amazing to think that we're now 10 years away, uh, 10 years past the announcement uh, that we were going to be a city of culture. And not too far uh, in the future is the 10th anniversary of, uh, of the delivery of, uh, of city of culture as well. Um, so how are the items that are stored in the History Centre? How are they sourced? Is it a case of residents submitting items or through other avenues? Um, both. Uh, we um, take a lot of material from the City Council itself um, as part of the, the, the life of the documents that are created for administrative purposes. Uh, businesses, churches, um, what have you, um, we have established relationships with. Uh, and of course, it's quite common uh, for us to be called in when businesses become defunct. Um, Comet, for instance, uh, we took some, uh, some uh, material in from the building in George Street uh, when, when it closed. Uh, but of course we welcome uh, potential donations and uh, deposits from members of the public. Um, we do have a collecting policy, so we only collect material which uh, fits in with that. And that is uh, accessible on our website. Uh, but no, we are we're very grateful uh, to people who want to uh, offer us material. I can't guarantee that we would we would take everything, of course. Uh, but uh, but yes, uh, local residents uh, and other people further afield who have whole connections um, are an important source uh, for the material we hold. So, if residents or visitors feel they have something that they would like to 
to showcase to, to you and the, and the guys at the History Centre? How, how do they go about that? Drop us an email, give us a ring and we'll arrange for you to, uh, for you to come in with it. Okay, so let's, let's have a little look forward for the History Centre. Can you tell us about some of the exhibitions that have taken place at the History Centre and, and looking into 2024, anything that's happening? You mentioned 2017 and of course we had a, a, some major exhibitions uh, at the History Centre then. Uh, one telling the history of the city through its charters, uh, uh, another about Hull and the, and the Civil War. And last year, uh, some of you will uh, remember the Life with the Lionesses uh, exhibition about women in rugby league that we were privileged to host uh, last year. Looking forward, um, 2024 uh, marks the uh, 725th birthday of Hull. Uh, and that's uh, a significant anniversary that we are looking at commemorating uh, with an exhibition about the history of the city. Uh, and it also marks the 725th birthday of the town of Ravensar Odd, uh, which was located on Spurn Point and which fell into the sea at the end of the 14th century. Both Hull and Ravensar got their royal charters on the same day, the 1st of April 1299. And so in April 2024, we are uh, looking to do something significant, uh, informative and exciting uh, about the um, birthdays of both of those places. And in addition to that, there's also the historical talks that take place. That's right. On the second Tuesday of each month, uh, we have a, a local history talk, a variety of speakers. And I would like to flag that on Tuesday, February the 13th, we'll be privileged to hear Dr. Brian Lavery, uh, one of the leading uh, historians of Hull's fishing industry, talking about the loss of the trawl of the Gaul. And of course, 2024 marks the 50th anniversary of that tragedy. If some of our listeners are interested in either coming along to a talk or event or would just like to visit the History Centre out of interest, um, how can they find out more information? Uh, The main source, of course, is uh, our website, which is www.hullhistorycentre.org.uk. But that is also accessible through the City Council and the Hull Culture and Leisure uh, website. Uh, but drop by the History Centre, pick up a leaflet or or, or telephone or email us. For the family historians, um, we also, um, in partnership with the East Yorkshire Family History Society, we host family history help desks at the History Centre on the first and third Thursday mornings of each month between 10 and 12 noon. There's no need to book, uh, and if you have problem areas in in doing your family history, uh, please uh, come into the History Centre and talk to the Family History volunteers. Yeah, really interesting. Martin, thanks for coming along today. Thank you very much. So a big thank you to Martin for coming along today. If you'd like to learn more about the History Centre, you can visit their website, which is www.hullhistorycentre.org.uk. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, follow the council on social media, or visit our website to find out the latest updates, which is www.hull.gov.uk. So thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Hull City Council podcast.